We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yield Raven, Samson Magnuson, Nathan Johnson, RX Cowbell, Monster, CPX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Icebug, Titus Andromedon, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Zeke, Straw Cab, That Charlie, Zach, Yanni, Darkstorm Dota, Pistol Pete, and Matthew Evans. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to our Patreon. We Like Dota episode 369 starts now. Welcome, listeners, to We Like Dota, uh, the internet's casual Dota 2 podcast. I'm your host this week, Jim, and I am joined by Strilling. Hello. Hey, Sam. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. Um, I'm I'm getting over uh, a week plus of being sick. I was I was sick the entirety of Hanukkah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, was not good. Some like upper respiratory infection or something like that. I thought it was COVID, but got tested and came back negative. And oh, that's good. Yeah, but just been I was coughing up and being all gross for a week. But I played a lot of Dota during that time, pretty much none of which I remember now after like a week. Um, but yeah, um, since then been working, you know, uh, playing playing Pokemon Sword on the on the Switch that I bought for my partner. How oh, is it good? Um, yeah, no, it's very fun. Um, I'm a few years late to the party, but I'm having a ball. I've caught like a hundred Pokemon. And there's nice. like a new like open world wild area. I, sh- I shouldn't say new, but it's a uh, it's very interesting. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I've been I uh I got the booster yesterday, my vaccine booster, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not feeling well either. <laughs> oh no! Like, I feel like so many people I know have gotten sick either from the booster or just like change of the season and. It's a rough time for everybody right now. Not a good winter. No, hasn't been. And it was really warm yesterday, which was odd. Um, which was nice, but yeah, last night I was yeah. just, I just was gonna, I just went to sleep really early, and then uh, I'm starting to get like icky again. You know how you always feel worse at night. So mm-hmm. here we are. But we played a lot of Dota. And, uh, I mean, to the extent you can remember uh, any of it, why don't we uh, go into our weeks in Dota? Yes, let's let's recall. Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, look at it go! <laughs> oh, yeah! So, Sam... How has Dota made you feel over the last week? How has Dota made you feel? We know how your illness has made you feel. Yeah. Dota. I think um, it's been a bit of a roller coaster, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I started off, I guess, like my broad, you know, loose week in Dota um, with uh, dropping a series to four leads plus squid. Mm. Um, which was not 
you know, unsurprising. And Arian talked a little bit about our series. Um, I think I played well. I think I, I did Good. all that I could as far, you know, as far as um, as much as I could having a 2K MMR average difference. Um, <laughs> right. But then the next day, I think we ended up, uh, you ended up recording a podcast with Arian. So this didn't get included in last week's. But the next day we ended up playing some pubs. And maybe our second of the day that we like all gathered for, um, we like started to queue, popped uh, pretty much immediately. And in an unranked match with like just Mima added to our team, which like brings up, you know, another immortal player, we yeah. got stacked and put up against Squid's team again. <laughs> just in a pub so we had to go through the torture of getting oh, no. our asses handed to us in another game uh so i think squid ran uh safely in sf and walked all over us which was fitting because Ursi had pretty much done the same to another team earlier in the day so you know reaping what you're sowing and whatnot yeah is that real the safely in sf thing oh i mean team tickle beat uh team nigma uh, I know. In TPC with it. I think it's a lot of teams are running it or threatening to. I think it's a uh, it's going to get nerfed out. And I think that the the thing that people maybe people haven't talked about is well, I mean, people talk about presence of the dark lord, but what I'm interested to I'm interested to see how they fix it um is that presence of the dark lord makes total sense and it and there's a reason that in mid lane you don't really skill it that early because four armor in a one v one lane, um, where there's not really a lot of room necessarily to to tr- yeah. to like force trades, um, as SF sometimes like it doesn't really work. But in a side lane, that like minus four armor is so incredibly disgusting. And <laughs> um, I watched I think it was Gork or Wagamama playing it in the safe lane with a tusk against a kunkka and kunkka just couldn't walk within like a thousand units of the wave or else sf and tusk just ran at him oh you know what i mean and just pop popped their popped the tusk tag team yeah. and you're hitting like a minus two armor kunkka <laughs> like i don't know you you just like die Jeez. um but i think carry in general has been like an interesting role for this past week i've played two carry games and mm. won both of them. Really? Um, which is unbelievable. Yeah, given my track record. Um, I played a game with Gothier and Proud, um, where it was an over an hour long game on Sven. Um, I posted oh. some clips in the Discord um, against an RD, the RD2L Monday winner, um, the Potato oh. Shaga on Spectre. Um, so. Nice. Yeah, got an ultra kill. It was pretty sick. Um, yeah, I saw some of those highlights. They were, uh, it, was, it looked like a fun, fun time. Yeah, the the decision making on Sven is so hard, honestly. Um, yeah, like it, very very complicated and intense. Um, and then I also played a Ricky carry game. What? Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what year it is, um, <laughs> but I I don't know what it like what overcame me. But I think I either had last pick or I picked like at the end of the second round, seeing uh, Pugna and I think maybe Earth Spirit. Yeah, I think it was Pugna Earth Spirit. And so all I was thinking in my head was 
yeah, I, I could dodge. I could dodge a roll, and and I wanted to play around with nullifier. So in this game, I threatened to go nullifier first item, um, and I think had I gone nullifier first item, or like maybe just after defusal or something, I think I would have actually like steamrolled this game. But instead, it got dragged out to like forty minutes, um, even uh. though I I had like the easiest lane of my life. It was yield raven on warlock. Just oh, yeah. pumping regen into <laughs> me, and B- Ricky already has like base five regen, and so I went like my my farming items in lane, um, like after my initial starting items, I just went blade of alacrity, blade of alacrity, um, and then built my power treads, and so the centaur like couldn't last hit against the Ricky, and couldn't oh, walk yeah. up to the wave because as soon as I hit six, it was like I was just brutalizing him. Oh my god. Um, so that was fun. That was that was a very fun game. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, I also griefed my entire team uh, by picking Marcy for the first time. Ooh. Um, I I don't know why, but most heroes I don't really like to play when they come out because they're like too busted. I'm gonna get too <laughs> used to that. Um, okay. Now I was gonna say like this is not the time to pick Marcy. Like you got to pick the hero like week what like Arian. Yeah, you got to play like 15 games with the hero when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, but but then you're just griefing because you have no idea how the hero works. Like, at least now, like, we have a better sense of, like, what is good on Marcy yeah. than we did, like, in the first few weeks. So, even though I'm griefing because I don't know how to play the hero, that's going to happen no matter what. Like, right, because it's my first <laughs> time True. playing the hero. I, I can't really change that. But I went support just because my team didn't really care and right. wanted me to play something um and i would just went aether lens blink but for the most of the game i was just trying to figure out how rebound worked and i think that i didn't realize that you had to like hold down the key oh, while yeah. you're doing the whole thing until like 20 minutes in <laughs> so yeah so i would just randomly jump in a direction um <laughs> and you know there we are um but yeah other than that we ended up delaying our series with uh against charlene when t- takes t- takes tree to tango yeah um and then i signed up for rd2 on monday next season um as a captain so so what does i see that in the show notes what does that mean you know that it's monday um so i think there's like four divisions and they're based on the days that they play for like rd2 main Okay. So, um, they have like a set time and day that they play on, and that's kind of like you can sign up for multiple divisions technically, I guess. But, um, well, actually, I don't know if you can anymore because there's interdivisional playoffs. Um, and that gets complicated. But you used to be able to do that. Um, and mostly, I think that it's just like a preferred way of scheduling out your Dota and your competitive Dota. Gotcha. Um, and this way, it does it like doesn't interfere with their other, like they have like some other leagues that they run and they play on different days and whatnot. Um, but being a captain means that I will be drafting a team, um, and yeah, and like having to coordinate everything, obviously. Um, oh yeah, RD twelve is that one where like everybody gets in a pool and then the people get picked out of that. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. okay. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's like it's like a snake draft, and they do other. I think one division is doing an auction draft this this year, um, which or this season, which they I've 
done before for RD2L Mini, but that's kind of weird. I don't really like that. I think just the straight-up draft is kind of nice. So you get to, like, scout out players, and um, it's nice being, you know, you can avoid potentially toxic players that you might know of already, or, you know, you can (laughs) reach for somebody that's kind of your friend or that you know is going to be good to play with no matter what, like, even if you're not going to have necessarily the best season. Right. Um, Yeah. It's it's interesting. I, I I just like to play competitive Dota, and I need something for after we like Dota League. I think this starts like mid January or something. So. Oh, okay. So yeah. it is like, does it matter that it's Monday in terms of like the skill of the players or anything, or it's it's just like administrative and scheduling? So each division, I guess, has like a different MMR distribution, and uh, Monday has like less immortal players but i think an overall higher player average okay i think is my interpretation i i haven't checked in a few years like really like combed all of the 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 data um between divisions but um there's like different pools of players and so i just play monday because i played monday like several years ago Mm. and started there and the you know the scheduling isn't that big of a deal for me and um i just changed my schedule because my partner got a new job um so i have mondays off and will for the foreseeable future so you know yeah it's like my tuesdays are easy yada yada but yeah how was your week in dota uh my week was pretty good it it uh i'm gonna go a little beyond a week looking back because our previous series (laughs) yeah in WLDL, we scheduled it like at the very beginning of the match week, and then this mm-hmm. upcoming series is like the last day of the match week. Oh, okay. So it feels like we haven't played in two weeks. Um, but we won a game. We split the series uh, against the the folks we were playing. It was did did you catch it? It was a Dark Willow battle. Did you, wait, the, uh, wait. Uh, was this the one against um, Ant? Analog? No. No, it was against a uh, Bridge Burners Anonymous. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was supposed to cast that one, but was sick. Ah. Uh, I don't really, I don't really remember. I it, it was kind of all all a haze. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So, sorry about that. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, they have Miss Snow, who is I think a level thirty Grandmaster Dark Willow. Yes, I have seen her play before. Yeah, and we have Prater, who is I think Platinum Dark Willow. Uh, I don't think he's gotten up to to master grandmaster level yet, but we were the first team I think to let them pick Willow, um, and they won the first game. Uh, she played Willow mid, uh, as we kind of expected, but Prater's experience of playing Willow mid we thought would help, and so we had this whole idea that we were going to last pick PL, right? Mm-hmm. And so we didn't. Ban PL. And, you know, we were assuming the other team wasn't going to have PL. So we didn't pick any of PL's counters. And going into the... Because we had second to last pick. Or first pick, I guess, because there's only two. And going into that that second to last pick, we all kind of talked ourselves into picking Dazzle and then switching Silencer mid. Oh, wait. I kind of remember this. I feel (laughs) like... 
I feel like I casted. Oh, I think you did game. actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I rem- I remember the, the dazzle pick. <laughs> yeah, and then they just pick PL, <laughs> and like the the reaction from all of us in the draft room, we were yeah. all just like, oh. Yeah, that was a very forced PL pick. I I, I had some <laughs> thoughts. Um, they, there were a lot of counters for the game. It's just is not very fun to be PL. I think. Yeah, the that was that was pretty hilarious. So they beat us because PL just got big and, and yeah, we couldn't do anything. I had a life stealer, and then uh, well, that's that's true. The carry the carry matchup sucks. Yeah, and then the, and yeah, because we had Brewmaster, uh, and X two was great on Brewmaster. But, like, once PL got a heart, uh, the lightning bear couldn't pop the whole cloud. Mm-hmm. It's about 3k HP, I think, is the cutoff. Yeah, and we were like, and he's like, well, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> I don't know how he killed this guy. And then he just ran over us. But yeah, then this, I, yeah. The PL secret is just, like, you run at him, like, until, until he is that, like, you know, right. until he has 3k HP. He can't really do anything. He's, like, not allowed to be on map. Um, so yeah. I think that looking back at it, I think you definitely had a shot at the at, at taking the whole series. Um, yeah, we just we weren't like prepared to play against PL because we weren't thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, nobody's. You, if you don't ban it out in the second phase, you're not thinking about PL usually. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Because no, no team is like confidently like unless you like plan on picking Sven or like or have a tiny from the first round or something weird. Like, yeah. You were you don't walk into the game thinking, yeah, please pick PL. We'd love that. Yeah, like yeah, you open like tiny Leshrac, Sven. Like okay, and then they're just not going to pick PL. But yeah, uh, the second game we're like. I think Prater, because Miss Snow did really well, I think she may have been in the MVP. She's like 10, 1, and 19 or something uh, on Dark Willow. And then I think Prater felt challenged, you know? Uh, like his, he had to show something. So we first phased Dark Willow in the second game um, so Prater could play at mid. And then uh, I was on Medusa, and you and Calvel made fun of my defensive... Uh, item build <laughs> we we did we we did I roast know. you i think it was hurricane pike bkb yeah all right like praetor's going off right yeah they can't kill me if they mm. can't kill me they can't win the game so did they win the game i think they won the game right no no we got that we won that one. Oh no you won oh no was that wait i thought you said you okay never mind i'm i'm a little confused but no, that's, no, yeah, we, we split the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought you won game one, but never mind. It was game two with Praetor, um, Dark Willow. Okay, that's right. Yeah, so Praetor um, went off on Dark Willow. I, uh, I was the insurance policy. I can't, I can't believe that you won. Like you shouldn't have won. It took you far. Like going that <laughs> defensive build just mean like you could still go that defensive build, but just go a farming item before it, and you get it like a minute later. And what? it's not like they. It's not like you needed all of that to survive every minute through that. It's just like when you wanted to engage, you needed a a Hurricane Pike and a BKB. Like, that's fine if you want to make that assessment, but I still think you need a Yasha, you know what I mean? Or, or something like dragon. I I hate the, I hate the Dragonlance BKB heroes that are just like, yeah, I'm going to walk into fights at 25 minutes and right click. Like, ugh. 
disgusting. But I, but I did. <laughs> but like, but 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 you don't do any damage when you walk in there and pop your BKB for ten seconds, and then it feels bad that you have this six second BKB when you have all of the damage and useful stuff on Bedusa. Right? It's like that's just yeah. like my my complaint about like I think there's like safe lane TAs that will do the same thing or like a gyrocopter yeah. or something, and I'm like. Well, this is nice and all, but I would rather you just like delay the timing a couple minutes because like it's not like you were playing some extreme tempo game as Dark Willow. Like once you hit that timing, it's all, it's like more about when they get BKBs because right. that's like the only way to nullify the the Dark Willow eggs. Yeah, the only way to stop the Dark Willow. Speaking of which, I mean, I mean, BKB is great against Dark Willow, but Praetor, I'm pretty sure went like eggs uh, blink. So it was just naked, like, Tranquil Boots, Ags, Blink, and it was just, like, jumping on heroes with Bedlam. Not, it was... not even. It was Shoe Blink. Oh, my God. It was Shoe Blink, Ags. Shoe Blink, Ags, Moon Shard. That's right. That's right. That's right. It, went, it was the other way. Because it was, I was like, this Dark Willow should not be able to do this. What is, oh, come on. Like, I mean, and uh-huh. the, the power of Shadow Realm is, is really insane um, and yeah. highlighted in that series. But, um yeah, I I'm a big fan of the Dark Willow Blink. I I was the only hero I think I've ever bought Arcane Blink on in any kind of serious way. I was Ooh. for a while rushing Arcane Blink on Dark Willow because I think it's very good. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dark Willow is so fun, and like I can play Dark. I mean, and not carry obviously, but if we had to flex it or something, not that. Dark Willow's getting past the first round anymore against us after that game. <laughs> no, I think it'll be picked or banned in most series you play. Yeah, but that was a lot of fun. Um, even more fun. Well, I don't know if it was more fun, uh, but very fun was the this most recent theme Thursday. Because mm. we got like a, a bunch of new people in our Discord. I guess there was like a Reddit thread that someone posted a link to us in about, mm. I think... Dads or old people or something. We got all the we got all the dads. We are appealing to the dad base of Dodo. Yeah, we do have a lot of dads, and uh, so we got a bunch of new people, and they showed up for Theme Thursday, and and so we we queued up a game, and I didn't look at everyone's ranks beforehand, mm-hmm. um, but I noticed this one guy. His name was Jesus, and he had a German accent. He was the anchor, like you know, if you hit like randomized team there's always one person who stays in one place yeah and then i saw the the distribution i was on his team and like all the people with badges higher than me were on the other team (laughs) i'm like all right this guy's probably good so me and greg gave him the the standard theme thursday explanation of like we're goofing off you know we're just trying to have fun and do some silly stuff. And he's like, mm-hmm. all right, can I play Sniper? We're like, yeah, sure. He's like, yeah, I got a Sniper build. Uh, it's a Hood Vanguard. <laughs> he's like, no one expects it. You're a tanky sniper. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Please do that. So I picked uh, Offlane Alchemist. Mm. And I went Shoe, Soul Ring, Ag Scepter. So this, do. of course... So this dude had, at like 13 minutes, treads, two bracers, a hood, a vanguard, and an ag scepter. (laughs) And 
But he was a sniper. And that and the other team won. Oh, oh. That's <laughs> but he, not how you want to hear it. <laughs> no. And... But it was a lot of fun. I gave away three different ag scepters. Uh, I would have given away a fourth, but I couldn't even get to the secret shop. Um, Rough. Yeah, it was it was fun. I was just farming. I finished with seven thousand net worth after forty two minutes. As you do on offline alchemist. Yep, uh, I finished with like, I think shoe blink, uh, soul ring. I, I ended up buying a shard just so I could use it on our uh, pipe. The sh- the shard is so good on alchemist. I it is. Actually I really, really good, think right? that support like for alk. Like should be a thing, like a hundred percent should be a thing. Really? Like I'm, I'm actually very surprised that nobody picks this up. You gotta, you gotta think about it this way. There's a ten talent that increases the radius of your stun, so yeah, you really can good. potentially yeah. have like a max stun in like a almost like a five hundred AOE or something <laughs> stupid. It's huge, yeah. Like, and you can just go very casual, like. You know, like semi-core items. Like you could do some shadow blade for like initiation, but also helps you farm a little bit. You can do, um, like just the soul ring, of course. Like just like that sustains you pretty well. Um, in like the first ten minutes, you can even delay it when you're playing four because you're using a little bit less mana. Um, yeah. In hard lanes, you can shove the wave with your acid spray, and you can be an offensive threat with the with the minus armor. Um. I don't know. I'm. I used to be a big offline elk, or I mean, not offline um, four elk person. Um, I don't think that necessarily buying ags is like the right way to do it, <laughs> but it can be. Buying um, only ag scepters. Yeah, this makes me want to play uh, four elk. I think this is this is my what my post recording plans now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like laning wasn't that bad. Like with uh, acid mm. spray. Yeah, if you if you go lean into ma- uh, acid spray and maybe like a level or two in stun, like the the laning on Alka is actually pretty good. It's it's when you greed out the Grievel's greed um, levels that, that the things get difficult. Or if you're like playing against some viper or something. Oh, yeah, we were just against like jug. It wasn't a big deal. And yeah. then and then like at ten minutes, I went to take all the stacks. Um, oh yeah, so- every every gym game has stacks. Yeah. If Jim is in a stack, if, if Jim is in a stack, there are stacks. There are stacks. Yeah, there were so many stacks. <laughs> this poor, and to the point where, like, I was, you know, doing reasonably well in lane, and I'm thinking, so I'm just gonna give away all this net worth. Um, and I did, but yep. Uh, like it, it wasn't unreasonable. Like, I was expecting it to be like kind of miserable, but funny when Sniper shows up with an acceptor at 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it actually wasn't miserable. It got miserable later um, because the chain you know, they, is they nice. had real heroes. Like, like yeah. if you, if you, if you, if you got like a shadow blade, I think that there's a, there's a world in which you start your stun, run in, get a little bit of vision of the backline heroes. Sniper like throws out the assassinate. And then yeah. you finish up with the stun at the end of that stun. And then Whatever hero that is, if they're like somewhat alone, they're dead. Yeah, we had a Skywrath Mage too. Oh my god, yeah. He we had a lot of like he he would just like wander around in the jungle and sniper would be like and sniper and I would be like somewhere near him and if he saw someone he would just silence them and like they would be dead. 
Yeah. Sniper gets off the assassinate. I get the blink stun. And then I give an ags to Rubik. Um, but it was it was super fun. And we, we ended up losing. And, and, you know, I just want to give a hat tip to Jesus for uh, be, being an immortal player with 700 games on Ark Warden. And Ark Warden was in the theme. <laughs> and he didn't take it to uh, to beat up on the rest of the people. So. Uh, that's that's the spirit of Theme Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, it was. Also, yeah, you rush Hood and Vanguard. Well, yep, <laughs> do it. I hey, I saw uh, a Herald sniper player that was going off with a bracer sniper build. So I'm I'm a believer now. Yeah, this guy had two bracers, and apparently, it really, like, I mean, obviously, he had like four to five k MMR on the mid player, but mm. uh, they said it was very unexpected that sniper was quite as as tanky as he was. Yeah, you just you just get tanky. Your right clicks do a ton. It's hard to like actually approach you. You get more damage from bracers. I mean, hey, I'm yeah, well, into I, it. The armor is pretty useless from the the wraith bands. Yeah, I feel like abyssal blade probably wasn't the next item if you're playing for real. But I mean, it's not the worst item, but I don't think it's the best on sniper. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would have, I would have preferred maybe another damage item um, yeah. <laughs> after the Vanguard hood. Yeah. Or just attack speed, maybe like some, some drums or AC, maybe if you want to lean into the tankiness. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, we did play, we played, I played a game with Zach and mm. he played tide mid and I was Medusa safe lane. And it was only funny for like one moment when, because, like, Zach isn't used to playing with uh, as modestly MMR'd folks as I am. So he's like, what are these people doing? And I'm like, uh, you're, you're welcome, Zach. <laughs> like, Ignore them. Just con- continue farming. Continue doing your th- This your is thing, our Zach. world. Yeah. And so Zach plays Tide Bay. He, gets, he creates all the space. I'm Medusa, and I'm, like... Super farmed, and then the we get into this team fight, and the opposing team like charges me under a tower, oh. and like they all die. And he's like, "What? What? These these guys are suicidal." I was like, "No, it's because they didn't see me for a long time. I would just like show up in lane, shove the lane, go back to the jungle, shove the lane, go back to the jungle." I'm like, "So they figured I wasn't doing anything, <laughs> but I had like four thousand more gold than they did, and I was standing under a tower." Um, and we won that game pretty easily because, you know, Zach carried. It was fun. Yeah, there's a lot of games with Zach that that, that hands up carrying. Um, coincidentally, you know, there's no no correlation um, to anything else going on in the game or his, <laughs> his relative impact. Um, but yeah, I feel I feel like. Zach just makes a ton of space in the mid game and then just cleans up like game fights. And yeah. That's, that's like all you can ask for in a stack mate. Yeah. I mean, from my perspective, certainly we, we played another game and then, uh, but he had played his, he was playing his second game of invoker in four years. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Against someone who he said was, was good at TA. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, um, yeah. I mean, a couple- it, it's not necessarily the worst matchup for Invoker. Was it mid or four? Mid. Oh, okay. Well, I was I was like, well, if you're four Invoker against a safe lane TA, but I think if you're mid and you don't know how to play Invoker, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah, I mean, he did fine, but 
uh, you know, pretty early on, he's like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> and he did. Like, throughout the game, the guy just, like, took over the game. How how able do you think you are to tell uh, how well somebody else knows what they're doing? Like, do you, do you like, how long in lane does it take for you to establish this the relative skill of the other player? Uh, I don't think it takes me that long. Like, I often see mistakes that other people make. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I should not have this easy a lane. I think we're better than they are here. And then the other way, I tend to get punished rather quickly. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm made aware that they're better than me pretty early on. I see. So I would say like, I mean, you- like, yeah, barring like obvious nonsense, right? Mm. Um, I don't know, two or three minutes. I think I could tell if I'm, you know, better or worse. Yeah. That's it. Like I like after, you know, if someone's like two K higher than me or six K higher than me, like it's still, you know, it's going to be Greek. Right. Mm, interesting. No, I can definitely, I've been playing with like more varied stacks recently and like definitely some upper echelon, um, players and like i've been um every time that i I get into a ranked game now i play with this one stack from rd12 that that plays ranked um and it's like the there's like a divine player too and because um i guess like ranked pool right now is a lot of smurfs um we played against this this chinese stack of smurfs that was like one of the most insane um <laughs> like like I went 0 and 14 and felt like I did everything I could in that game right, to like right. do something. They had a 21 and 2 Leshrac that I think only died in the fountain. Um <laughs> and was he was playing into an anti-mage OD. Oh goodness. And went 21 and 2. Like he was yeah. a divine smurf and was all chatting the whole game, but Somewhat deservedly so, because he had like forty bloodstone charges or something dumb. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was disgusting, but you could you could feel that they were like overwhelmingly superior players, like in the seven to eight k bracket, because every single time that anti mage showed like an inch or too far, uh, too far above them, like in like up on the map. Yeah. There would be four players there immediately. Like like uh-huh. Leshrac had already bought like bought uh bought like what first item bots, I think, and was yeah. just like on Am's ass every time <laughs> he wanted to go farm a wave. There was like a Rubik that just like rushed a blink, there was a Dark Seer with a blink, there was a blink uh swift blink jug, uh, a blink shaman. Yeah, I think every hero <laughs> except for Lesh had a blink. Um and so like we just had no um, counterplay and i mean it was just it was just a messy game i was playing winter wyvern not fun yeah. oh yeah yeah i remember there was a wldl game uh last year mm-hmm. and it was against i think it was against uh charlene's team uh with joji mm-hmm. and I, I think their carry was immortal is it immortal or high divine 
Uh, and I was playing all flame. I remember thinking like, okay, this guy's like super good. I'm going to die a million times. Mm. And I didn't die a million times. I think it was just because like they didn't have much of a kill lane. Mm. But like v- immediately I was like, whoa, this guy's way ahead of me. Like I would say like first wave. Um, I could tell like I'm mm. wildly outclassed. <laughs> yeah. I think that unless the matchup is really bad, I've played, ag- I mean, obviously I've played against like yeah. very, very high ranked players. Um, I think that the lanes feel less brutal. Usually. Okay. And at least like now sitting from like the 4k bracket, right? Like I can say that where like, yeah. I think I can be like somewhat on par you know what I mean? Kind of like doing okay for lanes, but it's really that like first death or two where you wouldn't have died um, against any player, like again, like in your skill bracket where right. you, where you just like sit back after you die and you're like, all right, I need to like watch the replay and figure out how that happened. Like I need <laughs> to know like what made them decide that they were going to kill me here. Or like right. you know what I mean, like the mass the mass TPs, like they smoked at like you know what I mean at like eight minutes or something, and you're like, okay, well that caught me off guard. Um, I like doing that now, like playing four, and I think that's really like where you can shot call and like make like really creative kill and like gank potential. Um, hmm. Where like I'll just be like I'll decide like usually before I go into the game, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna find a way to get a kill in the mid lane by minute four. Like on like a Mirana or a Hoodwink or mm. something. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna go set up a stun, and like we're gonna see what we can do with it. And you know what I mean? Even though it's like, yeah, that's kind of crazy to be like roaming that early into the game uh, in a lot of instances, and like against lower MMR players, you're gonna you're gonna catch them off guard. But when you play against immortal players, they expect that from like right. 30 seconds on, they are like ready for a gank. They're ready for somebody <laughs> to roll onto them. Like it's crazy. It's yeah. just, it's another level of thinking about the game. Um, yeah, like, no, no, like, tactics work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, You're no like, tactics. Oh, I, I think this is going to outsmart them. Like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Taxi- tactics are just, like, built in to their, like, calculations. <laughs> right. Right? right. It's like extreme chess chess players, right? Like, if you're a grandmaster, nothing is really, like, you're, you're not really doing tactics. This is just, like... There is there's only openings, end game, and mid game, right? <laughs> right, like, right? You're like, yeah, of course I know this opening. Of course I know how this uh, end game like, line is supposed to go. Like, this is just like Dota. This is just chess. You know what I mean? It's just like this is what the the entire game is compressed into my my little brain here. Yeah. Um, that shouldn't be able to process this much information at once, but somehow we do. We manage. Um, or at least they do, not me. <laughs> yeah, I certainly don't. Um, I presume there's something in my life where I do, but I'll figure yeah. out what it is when I grow up. Mm-hmm. Do you want to move on to uh, those people that have compressed all that knowledge into their brains? And are yes, the let's. Scene? Let's listen to the news. <laughs> <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. Uh, so there's not too much news. Uh, this week, DPC is going. Uh, have you been watching any of it? Yeah, I've been. Um, I've been tuning in for the occasional NA game and like EU game. Um, mm-hmm. but mostly, I've been watching uh, Eastern EU. Yeah, yeah, you're our, you're our Eastern EU uh, correspondent. That's true. 
What has stood out to you? Anything stand out? Yeah, Puck Champ. Puck Ooh. Champ, baby. Let's go. I have been so excited for this team for so long. Um, climbed their way up from, I believe, uh, Division 2 in Season 2 or whatever. Like, the the most recent season, I believe, they were in Division 2. Okay. Um, and then they've been kind of like a middling team. Um, now playing in the upper division. But I think that the the CIS Eastern EU uh, scene is just like kind of in shambles right now. Hmm. Um, well, I shouldn't say Eastern EU, but Eastern Europe. Um, uh, like other than Team Spirit, who obviously look good. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, Navi, their new stack has not really come together. They they dropped one against Puck Champ. Um, Virtus Pro, their stack kind of looks like a bit of a mess. I'm not really a believer in anybody here except for GPK. Um, mm-hmm. And Puck Champ has won series against Navi, AS Monaco Gambit, and Team Empire, who oh. are like low key. I mean, at sitting at the bottom of Division One, but you know, went to five games with Team Spirit and Open Quals. Um, right. Oh yeah. And right. Have only. Like they, the only series that Puck Champ has lost is against Team Spirit, and so they're at, sitting at the top of the division right now, um, kind nice. of surprisingly. As well as Hellraisers, which I don't. I mean, they beat Unique and Virtus Pro. It's like whatever. Um, but yeah, this whole this is what I love about Eastern European Dota is like it doesn't really matter, like the actual, um, like international skill of all of these teams <laughs> you know what i mean like whether or not they will win the next major not really that important this division is just going to be crazy that's um, awesome and full of chaos no matter what and i'm kind of excited to see um if like puck champ can go to a, a an international LAN. like is, is that is that gonna happen that's pretty hype i i would love to see yeah, these random players that I barely know go play. I mean, I, I like watching them. So, yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, that's what DPC does, right? It, cre- it creates those opportunities in theory, like it's supposed to. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. And and for for um, some of these players who have been, um, I mean, especially in Russia and in Eastern Europe, where Dota is so big still to this day, it's like one of the the, the last. Uh, big strongholds of dota i would say um like some of these players have probably been playing since dota one days you know work warcraft three days um and they you know might not have a lot of opportunity and a lot of money um right at their disposal um and so the opportunity to go win a couple grand or maybe you know several thousand dollars at a at a land event is like insane um <laughs> and i've you know i've seen um russian like ca- casual pub players in land cafes and stuff and and moscow and there it's very um i don't know it's, it's exciting and it's cool to like see the up-and-coming talent because that's what i think a lot of um uh eastern europe and like sea dota is just like watching the the like next wave right um so, yeah. yeah, I think that's I think that's true because, like, NA is just so, like, there are three teams, mm. um, <laughs> right? And 
even the EU, even like Western Europe is like dominated by the same people, even if they shuffle teams from time to time, you know? Yeah, um, there's like, there's very little um, room, I feel like, for like Europe. Um, yeah. And like, like other than like OG, who's just going to bring in random people from like <laughs> seemingly the crowd. Um it doesn't seem like a lot of teams are willing to like take a take a chance and take that leap. But since Eastern Europe is so like, there's like relatively few st- like actual teams. It's kind of just like a lot of stacks um, of like very talented players, um, kind right. of working to find that magic together. Um, and so it's like a it's a very beautiful thing to watch. Um, yeah, I what what is not beautiful to see um, is that not. Well, with the exception of I think Virtus Pro, maybe Team Spirit, um, there are no Eastern European supporters clubs. Like, oh no! I'll I'll say one thing. There's a a great supporters club for Puck Champ. Yeah, it has just the the bronze. Last time I checked, at least. I mean, I'm no, no, Puck, Puck Champ has everything now. Oh well, when I checked on the, the when it first came out. I haven't yeah. been home to play in a few days, so uh, okay. I'm, I'm yeah, a bronze they... level puck champ supporter, but I'm not. Oh, nice. Haven't been anything yeah. else yet. And uh, the the one I want to call out uh, is Hellraisers. Ooh. They now have up to silver, and their loading screens are my favorite. Uh, the first one, they're both scenes from uh, the Quentin Tarantino film Pulp Fiction. If you're familiar with it, yes. Yeah, the first one is Marcy and Anti-Mage dancing on the stage, uh, like John Travolta and Uma Thurman. And the second one is Anti-Mage and Silencer, oh like God. Samuel Jackson and John Travolta with like the guns in that guy's apartment. I'm uh, looking at this. Scene. This is so incredible. <laughs> and definitely like cop- like intellectual property right like infringement or something. I don't know, I'm not <laughs> yeah. a lawyer. Yeah, I absolutely love them. And I would totally buy them, except that all the player card packs I got, I wouldn't be able to use. Because I'm all in on NA for my fantasy. And, uh, of course, Valve sets up a way for these teams to make money through selling these supporter packs. And still finds a way to fumble the bag. Yeah, they still, they come up with a way to make it less likely for people to spend that money. I mean, obviously, you could still, I could still buy the supporter pack for Hellraisers and have my things and, and play both regions with like the random EU cards I end up with. Uh-huh. But, like, I don't want to, right? Like, the incentive is for me to only buy NA teams. Um, so, and that, so, why would they do that? That's that's what's funny because I, I didn't realize that, um, like, the regions are, like, you can't check your um, friends. I don't. I mean, I don't see even the global top leaderboard, but like no, I don't have working. any kind of comparative, um, like tools, and I don't know if I think that might be because I'm playing Eastern Europe fantasy, um, <laughs> which also I mean I'm just playing Eastern European fantasy Dota on uh, a mostly English speaking <laughs> server and Discord is kind of just like me talking to the void. I'm like. Yeah, can't wait for Astral to have a big game today, guys. And they're like, Who, who's Astral? Yeah, right, exactly. Who, who's playing today? Why are you up at 6 a.m.? Like, <laughs> well, you know. Um, 
Yeah. But, but I'm glad that they added in supporters clubs because that was what I was going to come here um, to rant about. So I, I no longer have any kind of uh, rants to, to make, but I do have to uh, go through uh, all of these voice lines, um, including yeah, because... the, the one from Puck Champ that sounds like uh, very sexual. Yeah, and of course it's like totally random which ones they've updated, and you don't know unless you click through all like yeah. 500 of these. Uh, additionally, I'm going to call out a friend of the show, Sir Action Slacks, for not including Monkey's Laugh in the Arkosh Gaming Supporters Club. Oof. All right. How many people, it has to be more than just me, because I encountered a lot of people with Monkey's Laugh in my pubs. Do you think, and have you encountered anyone other than me with Monkey's Laugh? Like back when Monkey's Laugh was a thing? Yeah, definitely. But I think that a lot of people, or a lot of the teams just want something new. Right? Yeah. But, I do you think any of those people were sincerely committed to supporting the Simply Two-Based organization? Or did they just want the Monkey's Laugh voice? <laughs> like... Um... You have the monkey's laugh voice. I'm not buying this. Because it's just Slack's making noises. It's like three voice lines of Slack's yelling things. Yeah. Which is I, fine. But I mean it's it's a Slack's project and so I think going to be Slack's heavy because there's a, a certain contingency of the Dota fan base that wants that. And I mean I think, hey, Slack's a good guy, um, at the end of the day and that's oh, uh, he's a great guy. That's a lot of damage is uh is pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, I mean Slack's is great. And he's a positive uh, force in the world. But you don't need uh, m- more more Slack's voice lines in the game, is what you're saying? I, 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 they leave money on the table, Sam. Like no one's going to buy simply two base pack now, like right? And all the people like you're losing out on all of Monkey's fan base. I mean, Monkey's will probably. I don't know if Monkey's would make more because Arkosh sells more just because Slack's is big. I don't know. I don't know if you got anything from Simply Two Based either. I don't know how the money works, but yeah, I, I have no idea how the money works. I think the 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 team that I find myself having to like really pause and not not blow a lot of cash on <laughs> is um is Bait because even though like, Bait is a horrendous, terrible team, the yeah. all of the Dendi voice lines are so funny. Oh my god! Yeah, like the the first one is just is just really funny. It's just Dendi like yelling, "Where's our stun? Where's our stun?" Like, <laughs> see, like, yeah, it must be great to know, you know, Russian, yeah, Ukrainian or whatever language it's in. It helps. I think that a lot of times there's like one or two words that um, are just like direct transliterations. So yeah, it's not. Um, too hard to decipher but i think it's very funny when you meet somebody with the same voice lines like like juvu and i have the same uh nine pasha <laughs> voice line from ti nice um, yeah the one i'm thinking of um that i might pick up at some point although i'm not spending money until the battle pass comes out but hmm. is the quincy crew have you seen their sprays for silver no. Uh, if, if you have if you have the client open, the fourth spray <laughs> is really great. I hope it's big. The I think all the sprays are the same size, right? Yeah, it's very tiny in the like the display of of the the sprays. I don't know why. Hmm. It's a Yawar, uh, like a very dramatic kind of like model 
pose and they put like little stars of light around him. <laughs> like I would like to spray that on the map. You said it, it's Quincy Crude. I'm like, I hate how this gets like, reorganized every time I open it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the UR spray is good. Greg, oh. Greg clued me into the UR spray. The the Quinn. Is yeah. he's doing he's doing the the like hoolands, but yeah. uh but I feel like it's supposed to be uh representing him flipping you off more so, honestly. Yeah. Like this is their way of getting that into the game. Was um, that well was that from that like weird walk out of the booth he did at TI? I have no idea. I think they like won a series and they were coming out of the booth and he did this like dance. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I kinda remember. And I feel now. like it might be from that, but I don't remember the dance all that closely. The, the Naruto Jack is is so good with the mask. That's very funny. Um yeah. I like the UR spray. Um it reminds the Puck Champ has a um a handsome Squidward uh emote. Yeah, with its puck champ, (laughs) (laughs) or like puck uh, shaped or whatever. I don't know. It's a lot. lot. I also like the um, the this crystal maiden Lena meme, but I think that was done before with slacks, right? Maybe. Ah, I don't know. I feel like this is this is kind of a redo to a degree. I like the idea of just stealing someone else's spray. (laughs) Yeah, like (laughs) yeah. Why not? (laughs) And then. The the T A thumbs up. I feel like that also looks kind of familiar. I don't know what from from what though, but Lanai is yeah. good to see. You know, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Um. So yeah, you watched the Valkyrie Cup, right? Just before oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dota Valkyries put on a a little mini cup of uh, this weekend. I was going. Oh, well, uh, CIA was going to register until. Um, everybody realized that I was asking for CET. So with the exception of Arian, we would have been playing at like <laughs> five or six in the morning, both days. Um, yeah. so we didn't do that and we probably would have gotten our, you know, asses handed to us anyway, but, uh, um, it was good. Uh, every single team had at least two women playing. Um, oh nice i think every cast and all of the hosts and panels and yada yada had women on them it was a very cool tournament um i saw a couple casts with like insania and effie and then one with it was like wishful kit and uh what is it like t panda i think or something like that mm. um but yeah there was a there was a ton of uh of good games and yeah shout out to them shout out to ruby putting on a good show um yeah i don't know i don't really have a lot of takeaways there was some there were a lot of techies games every time i tuned in (laughs) techies game which is goodness which is you know chaotic for a tournament environment i'll say yeah that's cool though It's, it's it's always good to see those kind of things um getting more exposure yeah for real um i think there's a lot of reason to be excited about like up and coming dota talent which makes me excited for like the future of the game and i don't know just like some diversity and change in dota in general like on like a on a broader spectrum like it, it gets kind of boring to see the same people doing the same thing year and year and uh year yeah. in year out year out like on the player side on the talent side um so you know i'm just looking forward to like 
having different hosts and different analysts and different players yeah. at, at majors and you know and hopefully seeing um a ton of dota women in the scene like both you know on a professional level and on a casual level so. yeah definitely agreed on on all points yeah want to uh, get some questions from the noobs oh for sure all right holy shit if you want peace you must prepare for war if you want war you must also prepare for war the lesson is always prepare for war all right, first question. Elihu asks, a new hero is released with an ultimate called Ultimate Sacrifice oh God. that can be applied to teammates or opponents. What does it do? Okay, I think I, I thought about this one a little bit. All right. Um, so can work on a, on a teammate or on an opponent. Um, so it insta-kills the oh. the the hero um oh the 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 hero casting it no the Ah. the, whatever the target is it it, it just insta kills (laughs) okay that i love it yeah yeah yeah. so (laughs) that hero has uh half cooldown timer and half uh buyback cost um their team gets 100 hp regen and uh plus 20 percent movement speed and plus 50 attack speed for 10 seconds so you can either cast it to like insta kill the enemy carry or the enemy uh you know annoying hero uh. and give their team like a huge team fight buff and like uh you know a lot of potential movements and you're you know you're only putting them away for like half the duration you would normally uh right. or you can do it on your own teammate to <laughs> to you know sacrifice and end their life to buff your team which i think is the more useful um maybe <laughs> for, for certain values of useful yeah yeah i mean well imagine like you know what i mean like some jakiro that ran in casted all the spells is like half yeah. half health and then you sacrifice them and yeah. like turn a team fight because you got a thousand hp 50 attack speed for 10 seconds and like 20 percent movement speed like come on that's definitely worth it yeah i mean uh, there's definitely use i mean that is so interesting that there's so many different like considerations particularly like the buff to enemies if you do it on an enemy i think that's really cool yeah all i would use that for is sacrificing arian once he picked up the aegis <laughs> but i don't know i mean he i think <laughs> i think he actually has like help turned off uh for me anyway oh yeah that would definitely uh have to go through uh that setting i think because yeah. you're not really trying to help them necessarily i think you're uh now you're more interested what, what, in other things <laughs> yeah for for which it's very very useful um does it go through shallow grave i think it has to yeah okay like you can't you can't get a, get you can't get the buff and have your teammate alive or like have the enemies i mean maybe maybe it doesn't uh, oh i see what you mean, enemy, yeah. but like you couldn't you couldn't abuse it for sure okay oh yeah no that makes sense that makes sense yeah my thought was only something like you kill yourself and either you die and an enemy like takes your hp of damage or some scaling percentage of your hp or something Mm -hmm. um or you buff your ally in some way 
Um, again, scaling based on something about you. Maybe it works with net worth too. That's interesting. If you're going to kill yourself, maybe you should scale based on your net worth. So you're not just like a pause five ultimate sacrifice. You're taking out their carry every fight or whatever. Mm, yeah, maybe. I don't. I, I I thought you were saying something like the more net worth you have, the like bigger explosion you could create by sacrificing yourself or something. Like yeah, kinda. Or like the more damage you do to an enemy. Mm, yeah, that's probably a good a good mechanic to have. I'm I'm just a Bane fan where you know i'm like yeah <laughs> this hero should be able to stun any enemy hero in the game for like 12 seconds that's fine <laughs> bkb yeah. doesn't matter yep yeah i think maybe something like that and then alk can grief you by giving you stuff <laughs> and upping your net worth maybe it helps i don't know next question uh a serious question about dota from ian394 or END394. They ask, what is the best way to kick a losing streak? Well, I think that if you are trying to kick it, like, as soon as possible, and, like, as efficiently as possible, then maybe you would, you know, only cue your best heroes in your best role. And, yeah. um you know, only play one or two games a day and like be very focused in a stack for them. But I think that the, the less serious and more natural way of doing it is like picking up a different role and Mm. um, something that you kind of feel comfortable on at least. um, And just kind of like allowing yourself to like, yes, you can lose some games and it's okay. Um, but you're going to like just kind of naturally uh, come out of your Dota funk and not have your some of your like more consistent roles and heroes um, tainted by these like losses. I I would much rather like that's what I was doing. Like I think how I broke my my loss streak was like playing some carry games and like huh. I was winning on those. Also, if you're playing ranked and I think even unranked, um, it will like shadow place you. Um, on like in some games like against uh, teams that like have lower MMR like averages if you're playing in an mm. off role I know I know it works that way for ranked uh, unranked interesting I, is more of a, a more of a feeling um, than like, yeah I guess a, they don't know what role you're gonna play in unranked yeah they don't but I think that there's like a um, I definitely like like if I'm playing off roll i'm usually doing it in a smaller stack or in solo where if i'm where if i'm playing my normal role i'm playing in like a five stack with like higher mmr teammates and yeah okay yada yada so at least that's just it's like a me it's a it's a, it's my truth but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think i think that's a good way to to get out of a funk though is just kind of trying something new and less less uh less pressure basically yeah I, I i agree with that i think there's kind of two two questions like how do you stop like are you trying to gain rank um and in that case it's probably like you said like focus on your three best heroes and your best role and and narrow things down and, and do all that mm-hmm. um but then if it's just like i'm sick of losing 
Uh, I just want to win or not care if I lose, which is like kind of part of what you were saying. Then yeah, just go play unranked and play some new stuff um, and see how it feels and, and put less pressure on yourself. That's a good answer. Yeah. I also think watching replays is like a nice way to get yourself more invested and like serious about the game. If, if mm. that's what your goal really is, is to like start winning again then taking a good look at what you're doing wrong is the yeah, best way to improve. That. Yeah. Sorry. Next like question. Getting all gassy and like burpy from all the Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, man. What, what is it? Vanilla Mountain Dew or, or uh... <laughs> the ginger snapped? I have, I have a can of that on my, <laughs> on my table, but no, I, I'm, I'm not drinking that. I'm just drinking original right now. Ah, uh, Okay. Beef Bomber asks, will the Battle Pass drop before or after the DPC break, presumably for the holidays? What are your Battle Pass predictions and or desires? Definitely before, right? Yeah, it's got to be before because people got to spend their Christmas money, right? Yeah. I mean, to be you know, culturally insensitive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but... the the Hanukkah money is definitely not lasting it. Lasting all, all the way <laughs> to... The DPC break, I think. So, yeah, I, I know there. I'm getting a steamed gift card for my mother-in-law, so <laughs> I gotta spend it on something. Yes, it's. I think it's. I think it's gonna be this week, this coming week. Oh, that would be pretty hype, honestly. Right? I don't know. I don't think the patch is bad. Like, it's fun to play Dota. Mm-hmm. I do worry that like they're gonna make Ricky good again, and we're gonna have to deal with Ricky more. I don't want that. Why are you worried about Ricky? Ricky just sucks, dude. Yeah. It's like a he's just not fun to play against. Like, oh, a Ricky game. Here we go. You know? And like if everyone's playing Ricky, it's probably because he's like busted in some way, like with that stupid like Eggs. tricks thing. Yeah. Yeah. The stupid egg tricks thing he used to have. It's like, oh well. I came in he's not even on the map. And I never like eh, it's just Ricky, it's no fun. Yeah. In terms of what I want, I hope that there's, I don't know, every battle pass, they do it differently now. I guess I just want decent cosmetics. I mean, yeah, I'd like cosmetics for some of the new heroes. Uh, some affordable Snapfire cosmetics. Uh, Marcy, maybe Void Spirit. Like these guys, they need some, mm. they need some flash, you know, some sizzle. Yeah, it's definitely uh, a time for the new heroes to get some some new some new bling. Yeah, like Jug, he doesn't have too many sets. I'm sure there'll be three in the next oh, battle pass. Yeah, definitely going to be the very rare and the rare and <laughs> set too. And then and then a, a regular immortal and a gold immortal. Oh yeah, just uh, what we need. Yeah, and I guess my predictions are not really predictions because they're kind of based on. Uh, other people's research is that it's going to be what Drow and Marana for like Arcana slash Personas, right? What would the Persona for Marana be? Is it just uh, because Car- of anime? Well, I thought that people had like sort of found Marana stuff in the oh. like hinted in some game files or something. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, and I, I, I assume it would be cartoon Marana. I've been very out of the uh, Dota Reddit metaverse. Or whatever. So. Yeah. 
Definitely not. Not not in tune with the patch files. <laughs> like I'm not being in tune with the Dota Reddit meta is probably very healthy, but yeah, I uh, I do. I do scan for uh, cosmetic information. <laughs> I had to get a new phone recently, and that was a, that was an active choice was to not redownload Reddit. So <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, and I guess Drow uh, is going to be the other one. Mm, that sucks. Yeah, because I think it's, I think it's supposed to be a headpiece, right? She already has like an immortal head and the mask of madness. Yeah. And that cool, like, wizard cap from that that one. Oh, yeah. And, like, maybe it's going to be... And 20 other sets. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe it's going to be a battle pass where there's... You got to buy keys. Maybe it's a battle pass where there aren't keys. I I have no idea what it's going to be. Yeah, I know. There's there's no consistency in terms of the cosmetics anymore. But I really want another Dire Tide-type chest. Because I... Really? I, I... I did not ball out, but I probably got like either like uh, bought early on or like uh, just one through like casually playing games, like a dozen of those uh, Dire Tide <laughs> chests and got like three of the level three like immortal really? items. Yeah. I won. I got like I sold one of them for like 40 bucks and, and gave the other one to Ursi when they came out. That's a good friend. Yeah, I mean, I don't play PL, so the the one that changes the oh, yeah. is not really that useful for me. Yeah, I would sell that instantly. <laughs> yeah, I sold the PA one because I I also don't play that hero, and I honestly thought it was kind of mediocre, and it was like inflated because PA players and yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, that's cool. I I have four of those chests just like sitting around. Mm. No, I think I I love just kind of casually spending like two bucks to like open a chest. I don't know what what about it, um, but and then it gives you like decent odds at everything. Well, I mean decent odds kind of being like a a wink wink hey hey, but right. Um, I don't know, but it's true. And they like there's good there was good cosmetics in that that chest too. Yeah, so. even like the level one stuff. Yeah, I use some of the stuff in the level one. Like the, there's a bristleback one where he has a, a dead fish for a weapon. <laughs> I use that. That's amazing. No, I definitely do use a couple of them. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I I would rather that than like piggy banking like a hundred bucks to like ball out for like an arcana that on a hero yeah. that I'm barely going to use. And it's like, well, I did. I spent all this money to get like two sets that I really wanted and like 80 that I don't. Instead of, like, kind of trying my hand at, like, this big pot of, like, you know. Yeah. it's It feels it feels much more like, uh, like, going into, like, a gumball machine or something yeah, in yeah. this way. Where I'm, like, I feel much more satisfied at the end. I'm, like, yeah, I kind of knew what I was getting out of this. Or, like, a, or like a crane drop machine. Like, I don't yeah. know. Instead of, like just some big investment and like some level up system like i just kind of want casual cosmetics most of the time is my preferred way at least that's fair and then you don't you don't like drop a ton of money and then you have to play specter yeah and then you feel super like, invested no one wins specter games like yeah. if, if you get halfway there you're like well what was the point of this <laughs> like when i got yeah. like a 
for the most recent paid battle pass like before ti i like i was like i'm not spending money on this shit like <laughs> i bought the level one battle pass and got to like level 90 got nothing out of it and was like okay that was stupid like i, yeah. I just wanted to get in on the games or whatever <laughs> I, pre- I don't even remember what was in the battle pass it was so like pointless yeah i remember like the specter one i was like oh, i don't think i'm gonna spend up to specter and i kept playing kept playing and then like keen-eared listeners could tell there's a moment on one of the recordings of the podcast where i'm talking to charlene and i think too mm-hmm. and like i look up how much money i have to spend to get the specter and i'm like well it's not that much <laughs> and it's exactly like what you were saying like you're already in like a certain amount and there's not that much more to get the thing and you feel like you have to do it yeah you're like in the hole whereas this one like i don't know you can spend 10 bucks like get like a level two or a level three set and like either cash out by selling it for like 10 bucks and get something you actually want or just like be happy with what you got and like move on not really return to the chest or do if you really like the sets like i don't know yeah that's fair I, i i like doing things like that so i like like collector's cash and i have a bunch of winter sets from a previous chest and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Collector's cash is always great. I always like this. Yeah, especially uh, full do, sets are better. Uh, yeah, let's do more questions. Agreed. Yeah, well, uh, so uh, one more question here. Um, X two asks, "What is a cheese undefeated strat for WLDL asking for a friend?" Uh, now I have no idea who this person X two is. Um, so I'm not interested in your answer to this question at all. Mm. Uh, but if you had to cheese, uh, what would you do? And we will be publishing this uh, after Monday. Well, I don't have uh, I don't have any matches um, until like in, like through uh, the weekend. And I'm, okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to think whether or not I want to give up any any oh, really okay. good cheese strats. I think level one Roche is un- undefeated in WLDL. <laughs> Arian's level one rush. Yeah. Well, Arian has his ways. I have mine, but okay. But I think that that's that's one that that needs to be done this year. Honestly, ah, maybe I don't know because uh, I think this X two person may have one, uh, and I know I do on Monday. So well, I guess you, I am a little curious. I, I will be publishing this um, earlier in the day on Monday. <laughs> So. Oh, um, I mean, I could wait till yeah. Tuesday. Actually, that's fine. If you want me to wait till <laughs> Tuesday, no, no, it's all good. Um, what would I do? We do have one strat that we're trying to get together. I'm gonna keep it secret in case we do uh, end up deploying it. It's not so much cheese, though. It's more meme. Cheese, like, like I feel like all of our stats are cheese stats because they're all they're all about like Praetor going off in mid with like an unconventional hero. I think they're more like meme strats than cheese strats. I think my yeah. my actual cheese strat might be like IO Alchemist supports, and then you just have <laughs> one core that gets an AGS and an IO overcharge. And if you go the shard on Alchemist, you can just like pop the io to like dispel him and give him incense regen that 
gets carried on to another hero and then you have a support duo that has a stun and like a bunch of steroids and yeah <laughs> ah so if you need something there you go we might watch out we have been talking about alchemist just because of that goofy alchemist thing we didn't theme thursday yeah um but then i think x2 uh who i don't know uh mentioned in our discord they tried doing some support alc and he's like it worked but i didn't think i did much no it's definitely the you're definitely a quiet uh, support for most of the game like unless you're going like the solar crest drums type like support alc stuff like you were definitely a, yeah. a, a quiet killer yeah just racking up gold for your carry All right so maybe uh maybe we'll end up going alc io yeah and figure out <laughs> in the draft room <laughs> Who's willing to play Io for the first time? <laughs> you, you can also do crazy, ridiculous things like uh, start the stun before you actually relocate in. And then that way you show up in the middle of the fight with a full duration uh, stun <laughs> to just That's throw cool. out. Yeah, no, it's very cool. I learned something. You know, you can't target the stun on creeps. Nope, you cannot. Only if, heroes. What I learned is that if you have the stun on yourself and it blows up doesn't even affect creep standing next to you. Yep. I was trying to clear waves with it. <laughs> <laughs> I just popped it and ran to the middle of a wave. And, oh. uh, I think they were mega creeps at the time, so they may have killed me. <laughs> that's, that's punishing. Yeah. Cause all I had was shoe blink dagger and receipts from three agonim scepters. <laughs> Hopefully the gift receipts, you can get the get that money back. Yeah, I can bring it back, and and the shopkeeper can tell me how much I have to spend buying Agonim Scepters for the other two heroes and eating one myself. Uh, I think that's the end. Yep. Uh, we'll save some of these other questions for next week. Uh, good episode, Sam. Thanks for recording with me. Yeah, no problem, Jim. And uh, come to our Discord. Uh, check it out from WeLikeDota.com. Also in our Discord, we have the WLDL Casters channel. True. And so a lot of the games in our league are casted by like really good casters. <laughs> and uh, they're really fun to watch. So definitely check those out uh, if you're interested in just watching some people goof around with some Dota. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. All right. See you, everybody. Bye-bye.